Welcome to Sausage on a Fork, a podcast dedicated to the UK's longest-running children's drama programme, Grange Hill. My name's Neil, and in each episode, I'll interview a former cast member about their life before, during and after their time on the programme. Welcome to the next episode of Sausage on a Fork. It's a very special episode today as I'm coming to you live from the Tabernacle in Notting Hill at the Grange Hill 45th anniversary cast reunion. There's around 30 members of the cast here. I'm going to try and get interviews with as many of them as I can. I'm also going to be going on stage and saying something at some point, which I am absolutely terrified about. But yeah, it should be a good day. Now, you may hear some background noises during the interviews today. And that's just because where we are is going to be quite busy. Um, So I apologise for any background noise. I will try my best during the edit to get rid of the noises. But if I can't, then hopefully it won't spoil your enjoyment of the podcast too much. Okay, so I've been joined by Nick Pandolfi, who played Matthew Cartwright. Why have you come along today? Well, this is only my second... uh, Nice to see you, by the way. (laughs) In real life, rather than on a Zoom. Um, I want to be nosy, and it's probably the last reunion that I go to. It's only the second one that I've done. And um, I knew there were a couple of people coming that I hadn't seen probably in Uh 40 years. I've just caught up with Vinnie Mann, um, who I was at proper school with, and just catching up with cast members. It's nice to meet some other fans and Mark Baxter made a really nice comment on stage a little while ago when we were talking about some of the cast and crew that we've lost in recent years and and he said that you know you, you think that you grew up with us but actually we grew up with you and it's really true I mean, yeah. there is there is a kindred about a program like Grange Hill uh-huh. that is difficult to explain unless you are a fan or you were in it and I was a fan and I was in it <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's probably why. Brilliant. And so you've said you've messed up with Vinnie Manners. Did anyone else from your time here that you've, you've spoken yeah, to? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've caught up Paula Ann Bland, who I haven't seen since an event that was in Chiswick probably in 2009, 2010, because Claire Scott, a bit awkward because obviously Dwayne Hopkinson was on stage at the moment. <laughs> right, so you could still feel the romantic tension. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't think Dwayne's over Claire, in all honesty. Um, and I, I was glad I was sitting between them both because I thought this could turn, yeah, yeah. This could turn X-rated. <laughs> yeah. So you, you were here, but basically you were doing a job. I was basically. doing a job. Matthew yeah. was back, doing right. his job, <laughs> yeah. making sure everything, I was, I was checking spreadsheets, checking processes, and uh, you're a little bit under time, so come on, next question. Brilliant, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So why do you think then people come to these things? Well, I guess, I mean, I suppose there's a bit of a cliched answer, but I think there's some truth in it that most of us like nostalgia. Yeah. We like looking back and remembering a time that perhaps was a little easier. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, in my case, I had a fantastic childhood, so I'm quite happy to take a trip down memory lane yeah. and remember happy times, but not living in the past. And actually, you know, I'm a, I'm a big Doctor Who fan. You know, I remember meeting um, John Scott Martin, who was born in Liverpool and was one of the original Dalek operators. Yeah. And I was a complete fanboy, you know. Yeah. I mean, he was never seen really apart because he was always surrounded by, <laughs> by, by Dalek stuff. So I think it's just... I think it's just nice just to be here and soak up some really good memories and just seeing Erkham, having a chat, Erkham Mustafa and talking about, you know, Roland and all the rest of it. I'm just thinking, it's surprising how much comes back to you. You think, yeah. I can't remember anything. <laughs> I walked in thinking, I don't know anyone. Who are you? And then I saw Paul Ryan Bland, who hasn't really changed. He still no. looks great. And 
and then I saw Mark Baxter, who looks much the same, so he hasn't got any hair anymore. <laughs> but um, and it, I think it's a bit like when you pick up with an old mate from school. You might not have spoken to them in five yeah. years, but you just, you know, yeah. click and we're back in the room. Yeah, brilliant. Well, Nick, thanks very much. Go and enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye. Okay, so I've now been joined by Jeffrey Kassoon, who played my favourite teacher in Grange Hill. He played Mr. Kennedy. First of all, Jeffrey, welcome to Sausage on a Fork, and welcome to the Grange Hill event. Can I ask, why have you decided to come today? That's a good question. <laughs> That's a very, very good question. Now, uh, I got a message on, on email to tell me that it was on. Uh-huh. And I thought, you know something, I think they tried to get me before and I didn't make it before, for whatever the reason. And it would be such a great occasion to get to see all those young people <laughs> that really I used to admire. Yeah. I really did, you know, yeah. especially uh, the girl who played uh, uh, Amelda, brilliant actress, brilliant actress. Yeah. Uh, George, uh, what's his name? What did he play? Ziggy. Um, Ziggy, <laughs> all those people, you know. But it was just that reunion, that that memory thing yeah. that you have, you know, and you and you wonder. And I was going through my mind thinking, what do I remember? Then you realize <laughs> you don't remember anything. It was just like a, an experience. It was just like a sensation that you have in your being that you're remembering. Uh-huh. And it was good. Brilliant. You know what you do when you have good memories? Yeah. You remember them, yeah. don't you? And those other the other things, you just think, oh, forget those. But this was a really good, it was nice to be here as well. Mm-hmm. to see everybody and, and to see how they've changed, how they've grown. Yeah, I, I just, I thought, let me go and experience that yeah. reunion and get to see. Yeah. It's a bit, it, it's a, it's a full, funny, when you go back in your memory and you see all those, you know, those occasions and where you used to film out in Elstree and you kind yeah. of, you know, and you don't remember all the detail, but coming back it's as if there was something special yeah that it was not lost but something special that you went through and it's gone but for some reason you weren't really experiencing the specialness yeah. of it yeah when you were in it because work is work isn't it you're yeah. learning your lines and you're on the tube getting to uh, on the train getting, and you're learning your lines <laughs> and you're in that headspace but the effect of that on people, I was signing a, a, a festival of signing pictures, you know, where they come along and, uh-huh. they, and there was many, many different shows and the, where they come to, um, to buy yeah. a picture with your signature, 15 pounds they were yeah. paying, you know, and I signed a lot. But most of it was Grain Show yeah. and, and, and Space 1999, <laughs> yeah. the things that I did, you know. So it's like, and that's part of you. It's, it's really to understand this was really and is part of me. Yeah. If you know it, because yeah. you tend to want to just, you do something and you forget it, you're gone. But yeah. actually, it was actually part of my life. I'm, I'm part of this. It's like yeah. a thing that exists, isn't yeah. it, in its own right. And here they are. It's, uh, it's wonderful. And it's, it's, a, wonderful it's a great thing to be a part of as well, isn't it? Especially Grain Chill. Yeah. I mean, even, I mean, Recently, somebody shouted at me, Green Chill. <laughs> I thought, even with my beard, and I thought, you, how do you recognize me? Green Chill had an impact on mm-hmm. people in a deep, deep way that you didn't really realize yeah. it. 
at the time, yeah. but it did. And all these youngsters, all these kids are living, living memory of what they grew up with. It. We grew up with it as well, I guess. It's, it's, a, yes, well, it's wonderful. It, it's great to see you, and thank you for giving me just a few minutes of your time. Nice, nice talking to you. So, and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. So I've now been joined by. Vinnie Mann, who played Anthony Karamanopoulos, that's quite a tongue twister to say that one, like I have to think about that one and I won't ask you to say it because you've got a pint in your hand. So yeah, so Vinnie, obviously you've come to the Cast reunion today, have you been to any before? Yeah, I've been to a few of them before, um, I missed, I think I missed the big one that uh, Todd Carty went to, because he's one character that I'd really like to catch up with, we uh -huh. got on really well. Um, he's a nice guy, yeah, and uh, and I'd really love to see him again. The last one I was at, I think um, uh, Terry Sue Pat was at, and Donald War, right. and some of my old uh -huh. you know, colleagues, yeah. you know, I guess you call them, um, but yeah. films like classmates, <laughs> um, and it was lovely. It was really nice to see them. A few yeah. little stories between ourselves about things that we did yeah. and got up to. Brilliant. Yeah, I loved it. It's great to be here. Brilliant. How have you enjoyed the day so far? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, nice vibe. Very relaxed and casual. Yeah. Um, I hope it's not too casual with beers <laughs> that I'm drinking here, but um, yeah, but, but, but yeah, it's lovely. It's really, it's quite fun. Brilliant, yeah, and it must be great just catching up with everyone as yeah, well. Absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Erkin's another face. He's, you know, we were we were crossover. Yeah. I think he was coming as I was going. Right. But um, but we've done a few PAs together and bits and pieces here and there, and it's nice to see him again. He yeah. came straight up, and is you know, it's lovely to see a friendly yeah. face like that. Yeah. Brilliant. So, and why do you think like so many fans turn out to these things? Um. It's part of our childhood, you know, it's not only part of mine, but yeah. it's part of somebody else's. And, um, you know, there's people from all walks of life here. Um, and I don't know, I don't know why people become a fan of something and so deeply engrossed in yeah. it. I have been with musicians more than I have been with TV programs and stuff, you know, like, yeah. I'm a big fan of Marianne Faithful and... Um, you know, so I could tell you anything about her going right back to the <laughs> 60s. So, yeah, I'm a bit of an anorak on her, and and so, and I can see why, yeah, I can yeah. see why these people, um, yeah, are here and, and are so warm and so loving, and they feel like they know you, yeah. and and like, and it's up to us, you know, like we owe it to them as well, yeah. you know, we did something then, but. Brilliant. But it's, you know, you can't just cut it off and it didn't happen. To me, it did. And it was a big part of my life and it changed everything. Yeah. So Brilliant. I'm glad I'm here. Well, thank you very much, Vinny, for joining it's my us. My pleasure. Again. Uh, enjoy yeah. the rest of your day. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> no worries. Bye-bye. Nice okay, I've now been joined by Chris Jory, who played Mr. Knowles. Chris, first of all, welcome to Sausage on a Fork. It's, it's the first time we've spoken. And welcome to the event today. So, can I even just ask you, why have you decided to come along today? Well, uh, I was invited and, uh, it, it, you know, it's something I'm very proud of to have been involved in Grange Hill uh -huh. and um, I was involved in Grange Hill and I was involved in Doctor Who and um, both of those occasionally I get invited to things uh -huh. like this and I love it. It's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, to see, I haven't seen the girls uh, yeah. probably since we filmed. Right. Um, so, and I didn't know who was going to be here. But, uh -huh. I mean, it's it's fantastic to be, to you know to have been involved in something which is so important to people yeah. is you know yeah. an honour and great fun. And it was very important to me, Grange Hill, because 
it wasn't the very first telly I did, but it was the first significant mm -hmm. part that I had. And as I said on the panel, the director of this was a man called Alistair Clark, who I didn't know before, uh, and I never worked with since actually, but he's always been very dear to my heart because he taught me so much about acting for the camera. Uh -huh. um, that it was, a, you know, that first half hour of Grand Chill that I did sort of changed my life really yeah. because I came to understand that I really liked acting for the uh, camera yeah because the first job I did I didn't really like it I didn't I didn't do very well and I didn't get it right but working with Alistair on this um, I got it yeah and then from then on and to this day it's working on camera that I enjoy. Brilliant. Now you just mentioned the girls there. They haven't been taking the mic today after you. They haven't. <laughs> they, I'm not sure they know who I am, to be honest, but um, no, they haven't. And they didn't at the time. You know, we, it was a very, yeah. Um, it was a great atmosphere. Brilliant. You know, as a, you know, they were, the kids I always thought were amazing because uh -huh. they didn't act, behave. They didn't behave like stage school kids yeah um and they were fantastic i thought brilliant really good in it brilliant. you know yeah well thank you for joining me now before you go can you just say the line one more time <laughs> uh the line the famous line mr Noel's line which is uh, will you stop following me annette Furman? <laughs> brilliant chris thank you very much Thanks for giving me a few minutes of your time and enjoy the rest of your day. Good, good, good. Thank you so much. Good, good, good. Bye-bye. Thank you, sir. Okay, I've been joined by George Christopher, now known as George Wilson, who played Ziggy Greaves. Why have you come along to this one today? A few reasons, to be honest. Uh, obviously, it's great to see everyone again, all my old mates. And obviously, it's for charity, you know, it's good, two good charities there. And... Uh, just actually to get out of Liverpool for the weekend, <laughs> you know what I mean? And come to yeah. London again, I love London, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously it must be great when you get to an event like this and just seeing, you know, the people that you did grow up with. Yeah. Well, some of them I haven't seen for like 30 years odd, you right. know? Some of them, I mean, I've seen a few over the years, but there's loads today, especially who I haven't seen for a long uh -huh. time. So it's been really nice. Like Fiona, for instance. Yeah. We played Laura. She, I haven't seen her for God knows how many years since we left, I think. Right. So it was really nice to see her and Mr. Scott. Yeah. You know, Aaron Bell. Uh -huh. um, so I think they were the, probably the main two I've never I haven't seen since I left. Most right. of the others I think I have. Uh -huh. See, I, I got a little bit nervous and starstruck before because I met Jeffrey Kassoon, Mr. Kennedy. And Mr. Kennedy was my favourite teacher. Yeah. Um, Alison Bettles had to actually introduce me to him because I was, yeah. I was so nervous about meeting him. But he's just the nicest fella, isn't he? Oh, yeah. He's chilled and he's just, he's just, yeah. just chill, you know. He's, uh, he, funny enough, uh, Kassoon came to Liverpool um, about... Must have been about ten years ago. He was doing Anthony and Cleopatra. Oh right, yeah. At the I think it was the Empire or the Royal Court, one of them. Uh -huh. And um, I went along like with the uh, with the missus and uh, King Catrell. King Catrell, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. out of Sex in the City, he was on with him. So it was it was great. We went to watch the play, and then we went out around Liverpool. I showed him around Liverpool because uh -huh. he had yeah, you know, a few round pubs I knew and bars, obviously, like night haunts. 
And uh, he had a good night, you know, we had a good yeah. night. So it's always good to see Mr. Kassoon, you know. Yeah, great to know. I mean, it, as I say, it's just, it, it's been a cracking day, hasn't it? Yeah. As well. I think everyone's enjoyed it. You know, I've made anyone say what a, you know, what a shit day this has been. <laughs> You know, yeah. everyone seems to have a good time, you know, and yeah. everyone's been chatting away to everyone, you know. So yeah, it's been good. And hopefully we've uh, we've raised a lot of money as well, like. Yeah, it looks like it looks like, doesn't it? Yeah. It certainly cool. looks like. Lost. All right then. Well, cheers. Cheers, Neil. Take yeah. it easy. Yeah, it's all right. Ta-da. I have now been joined by Fred Taylor, who played Imelda Davis. And for any of you are wondering what happened at the end of. George's short interview just then, that was Flair walking in and just uh, shouting at someone. (laughs) (laughs) So, Flair, why why have you decided to come along today? Well, obviously I want to see George. Obviously, yeah. More than anything. (laughs) Um, But no, seeing George, Fiona's here, just, you know, lots of people that I haven't seen in a while, that we kind of stay in touch, but not, we don't physically, I don't know, when did I last see you? Quite a while ago. I know you come to Liverpool, didn't you? Do you remember you come to Liverpool with Josh? Yes, yes. So that was probably about two years ago. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, so it's the the actual physical uh-huh. visits are few and far between. So and it's really nice because it is like old school friends. Yeah. Um, and they're people that you spent so much time with in your youth, in that real period of your life when you're, I don't know, really growing <laughs> yeah. and establishing yourself. Um, so these people are so important and you see them and it's like you haven't you know we haven't even I haven't really caught up properly with anybody as and had any deep conversations but you almost don't need to it's yeah. just seeing them and you know so that that's the main thing but also seeing these lovely people I hate the word fans <laughs> I hate that word but um, seeing all these people who you know we've just sat and done some signing autographs and things I, st- I can't believe people want my autograph I think it's really <laughs> funny and wanting our photos with us and everything and it's just so lovely that people we were just a part of their childhood yeah. and and it's great that they can see us and they're getting something out of it it's, it's just a really nice thing and I think Mark and Paula have, and Simon have I don't know maybe you I don't know if you're involved in the, <laughs> setting up the event but have put so much effort into this today uh-huh. as well so it's all good oh, that's great thank you very much for giving me some of your time today I mean it has been a great day hasn't it it, as has. Well, it has indeed brilliant thank you very Thanks, much sir. So, so far today, we've had some question and answer panels featuring various members of the cast. The first panel consisted of George Christopher, who played Ziggy Greaves, Jeffrey Cassoon, who played Mr. Kennedy, Karen Ford, who played Miss Booth, Fiona Lee Fraser, who played Laura Regan, Flair Taylor, who played Imelda Davis, and a surprise guest in Simon Vaughan, who played Freddie Mannering. The second panel consisted of Mark Baxter, who played Dwayne Orpington, Stephen Woodcock, who played Glenroy, Paula Rambland, who played Claire Scott, Nicholas Pandolfi, who played Matthew Cartwright, Joanne Bokes, who played Anita Unsworth, and Lisa East, who played Christine Everson. The next panel consisted of Paul McCarthy, who played Anthony Underwood and Tommy Watson, Vinnie Mann, who played Anthony Karamanopoulos, and Neil Rogers, who played Robbo. The next panel consisted of Erkan Mustafa, who played Roland Browning, Gary Hales, who played Nigel Flavin, Sean Tudor-Owen, who played Mr. Dean, Aaron Bell, who played Mr. Scott, Chris Jory, who played Mr. Knowles, Alison Bettles, who played Faye Lucas, Nadia Chambers, who played Annette Fairman, 
and Lisa York, who played Julie Marchant. And then the last panel, the final panel, consisted of Charlie Parker Swift, who played Ian Hudson, Colin Ridgewell, who played Colin Brown, Alan Cave, who played Dennis Morris, and Wayne Norman, who played Rod the Caretaker. At the moment, the cast are all off now, mingling, signing autographs, getting selfies taken. And we're all going to be coming back into the main theatre in a few moments. And I believe that yours truly is going to be speaking. I'm a little bit nervous about that, to say the least. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sausage on a Fork Live! So, there are a few things that I never thought would happen in my life. I never thought I'd have semi-regular contact with Nigel Flavin, Roland Browning, or even Imelda Davis. I never thought Laura Regan would tell me off for having bad lighting in my living room. And I never thought I'd spend an evening watching one of the World Cup games in Ziggy Greaves' house. But that's all happened because of Sausage on a Fork. So I thought I'd take the opportunity to tell you about how Sausage on a Fork came about. I'd been running a, a Grange Hill Twitter account and someone messaged me and said, have you ever thought about doing a podcast about Grange Hill? And I said, no. And that was it. And then I started thinking maybe I could do something with it. A lad I knew growing up had started a podcast about football in Liverpool, interviewing footballers. So I thought I could do that. I sent out a few messages and... Ricky Simmons replied back within 12 hours saying, yeah, when do you want me on? Let's do it. Let's go for it. And Ricky was the first guest and he said he'd hope, he said it would, he hoped it would run and run. And I thought I'd get about six or seven and that'd be it. But here we still are. It was a bit strange at first. It was a little bit sporadic getting the episodes out. I only did seven episodes in the first four months. And then I thought, right, let's try and get it every two weeks. And the rest, as they say, is history. But it hasn't all been plain sailing. After recording the first one, my computer told me Ricky's interview hadn't recorded at all. Fortunately, it had, so I don't know why I said that. But Nick Pandolfi's interview recorded 15 minutes of an hour and a half interview, and I didn't know what to do. So I messaged him and said, will you do it again? And he was an absolute hero, and he said, yeah, I will. So he did it again. I know, he's, I know he's been here, I don't know if he still is, but Nick really saved me bacon that day. Now, people think that I know everything about Grange Hill, and the truth is, I don't. I do a lot of research, and I try and get as much information as the, on the actor and the character as I possibly can. But as the podcast has grown, the level of my research has grown. For Ricky Simmons' interview, I had a page of A4. For Alan Cave's episode... I had seven pages of A4. Now, a couple of the questions I see asked on social media about Grange Hill are, which character are you most like? Or which character do you think you would have been friends with? And I never know how to answer these questions. So let's look at the evidence and maybe you can decide for me. Number one, I'm short. Number two, I'm bald. Number three, I'm overweight. Number four, my ears stick out. Number five, I wear glasses. Number six, I wear a hearing aid and I've got asthma. I think even Roland would have been demanding 50p a week from me, to be honest. I don't know how much time I've got, but I would just like to take a moment, if I can, just to mention Gwyneth Powell. 
you may remember that in Christmas 2021, I put together a video featuring Christmas messages from the cast. And I only contact people who I had contact with on social media. So I had no contact at all with Gwyneth Powell. And one day I got a message on WhatsApp, a video message from someone called Gwyneth. Now, my mate's daughter's called Gwyneth. And I naturally assumed it was from her, but I was fuming. Because all I could think was, why is he giving his 15-year-old daughter my phone number? And why is he sending me video messages? So I messaged him and he had no idea what I was talking about. So curiosity got the better of me and I opened it and I couldn't believe I had a Christmas message from Mrs. McCluskey. Now, I had no previous contact with her, but it turns out that George Christopher had given her my phone number. And then I asked her if she'd come on the podcast and she was only too happy to. I never thought I'd fall in love with a woman in her 70s. <laughs> but I did that day. And we stayed in touch afterwards, and we'd message each other every few weeks just to see how we were getting on. When she was on Not Going Out, and I apologise for my language here, and she shouted, Oh, shut the fuck up! I messaged her just to let her know that she'd ruined my childhood. <laughs> and as a lot of you here know, she was just the loveliest person, and I miss her so much. So... What does the future hold for Sausage on a Fork? Well, if people want me to keep doing it, I'll keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lucky enough to have interviewed most of the cast over here. And if you haven't been on yet, then you're not getting out of here before you agree to come on. <laughs> so, I've just got a few thank yous. Firstly, to the Mrs. Helen. Now, I probably shouldn't say this too loud, but Helen's one of those rare people who never really watched Grangel. But when I told her I was thinking of doing the podcast, she couldn't have been more supportive. And whenever I've got an interview coming up, she always makes sure, have you done your research? Have you done it all? Are you ready for it? So, Helen, thank you. Secondly, to everyone I've interviewed, it's great that so many of you have agreed to come on and give up your time talking about your experiences. When I sent those first few messages out, I never thought I'd get the response from you that I've got. Especially when I get now get members of the cast messaging me, asking me when do I want them on. One of the great reviews that the podcast received is, and I need to read this one, what makes it so great is that the interviews truly want to take part, so are both interesting and interested. And that's something that's really evident from the way that you speak about your time on the programme. So, thank you. Next to everyone who's drawn a portrait for the podcast, everyone does it free of charge. And two of the artists' works are available in the auction that's going on this weekend. The logo was also created free of charge, which is why there's no sausage on a fork merchandise available to buy. Because technically I don't own that logo, so... Sorry, you just have to look for the giveaways. Thank you to everyone for your amazing artwork. Next to the team you organised today, it's been a great event and I know how hard you've worked. Well, thank you and thank you for letting me be a small part of it. Well, finally, to the listeners, I never thought when I started Sausage on a Fork that I'd ever get the numbers it continues to get. It's now had over 44,000 plays it averages around 1,000 plays per episode, and in the last month, there's been over 4,500 plays. 
like I said, this is just well beyond anything I imagined. And I never, ever thought the podcast would ever be the subject of a question on the weakest link. One last, you might wonder why in the, in the description of each episode I say we're joined by as opposed to I'm joined by. And that's because I like to think that whoever the guest is isn't just speaking to me, they're speaking to everyone that's listening, they're speaking to all the Grange Hill fans. I know that I'm so lucky to be doing it. And I genuinely get a buzz when I'm sitting and waiting on Zoom on my laptop and a message flashes up to tell me that the guest is in the waiting room and I just think, oh my God, I'm going to get to speak to them now. So the latest episode with Karen Lewis, who played Miss Partage, went online on Friday night. So if you haven't done, make sure you give it a listen this week. So listeners, thank you. So that's all from me, except to say, to anyone that's listening, I'll speak to you next time. Cheers. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay, I've now been joined by Renee Montemayor, who played Bryony Jones. So, Renee, if you can just uh, tell us, why have you come along today? Oh, I love supporting these events because, you know, fans are so amazing and you want to be supportive. They've, they've come all the way from all over the country. Uh-huh. Some lads have come from Scotland. Yeah. They've been here like seven in the morning. And, um, you know, you want to give them a good time and uh, support the event, but also the charities. Yeah. Because... Um, Bubbles one we just read the booklets, it's heartbreaking and yeah. you wanna you have an opportunity to help. It's very easy for us. Yeah. You know, we can just pop down. It's yeah. actually lovely because I get to catch up with my friends as well, but you get to support the charity and you get to make the fans happy too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. nice as well. We have fun, don't we? We yeah, do it every few years, we all get together and yeah. making new friends, so why not? Yeah, definitely. And obviously because there's been uh, people at this event who haven't been before and because have you done any of these reunions before i did the 40th right. big one that was the first one that i did and uh-huh. um it was so it was so lovely yeah and i'm seeing some familiar faces like you yourself for example, <laughs> yeah. and, and um the organizers worked so hard you yeah. all do so much it's beautiful um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just uh, Charlie Parker Swift in the background. You can hear there. Probably had too many beers, but never mind. We'll be speaking to him in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> He's making me laugh. It's just like the good old days. These guys. <laughs> you can hear but, him in the background. Yeah. We, no, you can imagine the fun we had during filming. <laughs> definitely. And obviously, the main event today is the main reason is to, you know, as you've mentioned there, the charities and making yeah. money. And it looks like. They've made quite a bit. Really? Today. Yeah, oh, I mean, like, they sold. I don't know how many tickets they sold, but I don't know. Obviously, the auctions are going on oh, as well. So, um, good, but, good. but it is great just to just for every, as you say, for everyone to come, and it's great for me because it's the first event that I've attended as well. Yeah, so I've, I've never been, never been to any before. Like, so it's just uh, it's it's been weird for me. Um, I think I've mentioned it in one of the interviews, someone asking me for photographs and selfies and things and I still can't get me around that. But yeah, no, it, it, and it's been a cracking day, hasn't it? Yeah. So it's, it's been a great day. So thank you very much for taking some minutes just to talk to me and oh. go carry on your drinking now. It's my pleasure. Yeah, let's have a drink. Let's enjoy. <laughs> thank you. Okay, I've now been joined by Charlie Parker Swift, who played Ian Hudson. Good evening. Um, so, Charlie, why did you decide to come along today? Um, what a wonderful two causes that this whole event is for. Um, it's an absolutely wonderful thing, and um, yeah, I felt like I had to give my support to it. It's, you know, 
there's not a lot of times you can actually get behind something and, and try and make a difference and I think yeah why not brilliant so have you been to any any of these reunions before do you know what I nearly have a couple of times and I haven't um, actually got to the point where I did go nice but it's been lovely it's lovely to catch up with a few people I mean uh, Alan Cave and uh, Colin Ridgewell the three of us have sat down together and realised we still only live about 20 minutes away from each other as we always have and we haven't seen each other in 20 years so that might change somewhat well that that, that, that happens doesn't it in life like <laughs> it, 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 I always say that like it's just you suddenly realise that you haven't seen someone in such a long time it, it's funny the memories that come back when you're together yeah and there's things I haven't thought about in 20-25 years that are, yeah it's been a very good day do you find yourself regressing though back to that age and you start acting exactly like you did I do anyway <laughs> I'm the eternal 13 year old it's completely fine this is nothing out of the ordinary no, that, that's great and like you say it is just always good to catch up with people I suppose as well for whatever reason Like you know what it's lovely to meet people as well that I've heard so many stories about like back in the old days when we used to be at Elstree the the chaperones used to have a chaperone's room, right? They had literally every person's right. autograph card up on the walls. And you would sit there as a 12 or 13 year old go, tell me about them, tell me about them. And now I've met them and just gone, oh, they have these stories about me. Yeah. And they go, well, that's true, that's not. When you were on the podcast, you said your favourite character, or a character, one of the characters you would have liked to play um, was Ziggy. Yeah. And and easy, easy is the thing. Ah, come on, that's mainly down to George. George is a top lad. Did, did you? Had you met him before? Yeah, I'd met George before. Right. Um, I think the last, the, the, the time I met George was in um, Mersey at the, the Brookie party. Ah, right. Because the, the last episode of Brookie was when we were working up there. And um, I'll tell you this, and you can you can keep it in a Reddit now. As <laughs> you like, they had a big they had a big party in the studios for the last episode of Brookie with all a lot of cast members, past and present, and of course us in the Hollyoaks lot. Well, there was a free bar in there that night. Right, all oh, right, okay. And uh, they were showing, they were airing the last epi, uh, last episode of Brookie an hour before it was supposed to go out on Channel Four. Right. Well, they wouldn't open the bar until after the episode had finished. So a lot of us left. <laughs> and uh, went to the, the Abbey Pop in Chilwell which was across the way from the studios and I would dare say about 96% of the people that were supposed to be in the studios were in the pub then we all went back after and had a lovely time on the, on the house <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> so that was the, that was when I met George right excellent well it's been great seeing you. finally seeing you in the flesh because I know we've kept in touch listening to a podcast and normally we're giving each other grief about football and stuff to be honest like, but we'll avoid that one today well <laughs> you know at the end of the day as an Everton fan I could give you a lot of grief but as a Spurs fan I've got no place to after that <laughs> horrible horrible defeat to Leicester but that's something else well, so thanks very much for coming along today pleasure as always thanks, thanks for giving us your time cheers to that okay I've now been joined by Colin Ridgewell who played Colin Brown so Colin have you been to any of these events before? I don't think I have, no. Um, I think this is the first one, and I have to say, it's been, it's exceeded my expectations. It's been absolutely incredible. The turnout has been huge. And I'm just, I'm, I, it makes me very proud to have been in the show. Um, and that people still love and adore. So why, what made you decide to come along today then? I think it was, um, it was like Lee and your good self 
and you guys you, you guys are so passionate about it uh-huh. and sort of texting me and just letting me know it's happening and I just thought that do, do you know what I, I need to make the effort I need to make the effort and, and, and come and see and, and, the, and the thought of seeing people like sort of John and, and Alan and just as reminisce from 20 years ago would have been uh, uh, was incredible and do you know what today generally has exceeded my expectations Uh, the fans the people coming out to to say hello which has been lovely but just to catch up with the guys yeah from 20 years ago and even though we all live quite locally (laughs) we've not made the effort and yet you guys have made the effort yeah and and has made us catch up and it's it's just been amazing well hopefully this can kickstart something for you to uh, start keeping in touch absolutely like we all live so locally <laughs> we didn't realize that we're all west london uh, and now i realize that we are uh-huh. hopefully it will uh, grow into something a little bit more well thank you so much for coming along today um, thank you for giving me just a, a small bit of your time. Oh, uh, do you know what? It genuinely has been the most amazing, unexpected, wonderful day. So thank you very much and thank you for inviting and me. And hopefully we'll get you on the podcast no, on your own episode soon. <laughs> Cheers, thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay, so I've now been joined by Lisa Reese to play Christine Everson. Lisa, how do you think the day has gone today? I think it's been absolutely brilliant. I think Mark's done an absolutely super duper job. It's not easy organising something like this. And he's managed to get a real good group of people that have all come, had a great time. Yeah. Um, I love it because it's just an opportunity to come and just see old friends. Yeah. Um, Fans, they're old friends as well. Yeah. You know, you see the same old faces. Um, and like I say, the Grange Hill people is just amazing. Cause, uh, so have you been to some of these events before? Yeah, then? I've been. Actually, this is my fourth one. Oh, I just right, love it. Perfect. It's just an excuse to meet up with everybody. And like you say, just catch up and uh, have a laugh and a giggle. Yeah. And well, then uh, go back to normal life again. So what, what me, obviously you've been to some before, but was there anything particularly special about coming and giving? I think this one has been nice because there's been a lot of different people. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, it went over Grangeville for so many years. Yeah. You get used to your own little bubble of people, yeah. and you come across these people that you think, oh my gosh, were they in it? Were they did, did, yeah. did it? And all that sort of stuff. And then you start talking, yeah. and you're all on the same level, and you all think, oh, you were that. that yeah. and, then, and it's brilliant. It's just lovely. Brilliant. Well, thank you for giving me a little bit of your time today, and you go and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank, thank you, you very much. much. And thank you. Not a problem. Thank you. Okay, I've now been joined by Erkin Mustafa, who played Roland Browning. Erkin, how, how have you found the day today? You know what, it's been marvellous. I mean, there's so many fans have come out uh, to, to see, and, you know, it's the 45th year this year, and it's it's great to see so many people turning up, uh, and it's great seeing so many ex-cast members together who we haven't seen for years, and they've come out, and I think everybody's had a wonderful day, and that's the, that's the major thing, and two charities have, 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 have got some money out of it. So what do you think it is about... Hey, we, we've talked about what, why people still love Granger, but why do you think so many people have come to this one today? Because we've got quite a few people who haven't been, like for your cast members who haven't been to these sorts of things before. I just think that the cast members have now, especially listening to the podcast, and they all listen to the podcast, <laughs> right, totally. you know what I mean? <laughs> and I think they sort of get the feeling that they're missing out. Uh-huh. And they've, you know, wished to join, and you know, it's it's for such a good cause, and you know, they've come out and they've enjoyed it, and you can tell they've really enjoyed it for those people that are listening. 
but the, the cast members have loved it and I think the the general public the fans of the show they've also loved the occasion and, and for those people that didn't come mm-hmm. and for whatever reasons be it financially they have missed out um, and you know hopefully events like this will happen again mm-hmm. you can't guarantee it because um, they're a bit of a headache to put on um, <laughs> And I mean, the next is 50 years of Grand Show, yeah. you know, when it first came onto our screen. Will people still want to come out on the 50th? Let's hope so. Yeah, definitely. Well, cheers, Erkan. It's been great seeing you finally in the flesh. It's, it's finally, <laughs> it's been an absolute, as you say, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> no, because like, the, I mean, this is it now your, your Hattick appearance, is it, on the... Uh... Yeah, oh, on, on the podcast now, isn't three, it? Three, three, three times now, yeah. One, so, more, one more time, I'm not sure. Listen, it's always nice to talk about Grain Shell. Uh, and it's weird that, um, you know, people still want to talk about the show and that's and listen to about the show. And, you know, as long as that continues, I'll continue talking once I get asked the question. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, cheers. Thanks very much. Cheers, buddy. Take it easy. Ta-ra. Okay, I've now been joined by uh, Paul McCarthy, who played Tommy Watson and Anthony Underwood. So, Paul, you, you've been quite instrumental in this event today. How do you feel the day's gone? Yeah, I think it's been good. I think it's been good. You? Really? Well, you yeah. Know, I mean, you're, I mean, you know, because you're over here as, I have on both capacities. I have absolutely loved it. The, the weirdest thing is people saying to me, it's fi- nice to finally meet you. Yeah. You know, nice to finally see you in the flesh. And I think no one's ever said it's nice but, to but, meet me. But, um, but you're like, you're, you're, you know, you... you You've got this podcast, really successful thing going on. You know, it's, it's, it's yeah. people do want to know the face behind the and, voice. And, you know? and the weird thing is, people have asked me for autographs and for photographs with them as oh, well, really? which I really wasn't expecting. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, obviously, you, as I say, you've been quite instrumental in this and mm. uh, uh, with, with Mark Baxter, and it's just it has been a cracking day, hasn't it? You yeah, know yeah, it's, I mean? been, it's been really good. Really why, good. Why, why do you think then, cast members and fans, why do you think they come along to stuff like this? Um. But the, the the cast members for this particular yeah because one. we've got there's quite a yeah quite a few who haven't been mm. to some of these before isn't there yeah and what what, what do this you think particular one I think it resonates um uh-huh. the the charity resonates with people um because it's important that these charities these smaller charities uh-huh. that are underfunded make some money and it's and I think Mark's very passionate about it and when you actually speak to Mark I don't know if you spoke to Mark but when you speak to him about it he he doesn't sell it to you but it's like when he tells you about it you think that you're compelled you have to do it because you know what it's important i mean yeah. if his bubbles is an amazing charity you know sands united and freddie's wish three <laughs> amazing charities and then obviously he's, he's got a little bit for roy's chair as well which is a, a, a more of a theatrical <laughs> side of it but if you worked with roy then you would want to do that yeah you know? um and so that's where the cast members come in, I think, because, you know, we're we're all now of an age where it's happening to us. I mean, a tragedy happened to me in November um, to some of my close friends, which was just an eye opener that, mm-hmm. you know, um, that I'm not I'm not going to discuss it. But it just you just suddenly realize yeah. that, you know, we need these people when there's help available and it needs funding, you need to be there to help them. And yeah. that's the bottom line. Uh, the fans, the fans are just brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the bottom line. You know, it's like, as I said to them, we grew up with you, you grew up with us, but we grew up with you. Yeah. Whether it be like when we were in the street after we'd been filming and we met up with people that were, were really generous and really nice or really obnoxious and really horrible, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and, and sometimes could be violent. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we, it was, it 
the success of the show was apparent as mm-hmm. we were doing it. It got more and more successful, and, and people and yeah, you grew up with watching us, yeah. and we grew up doing the show. And yeah. it's, it's it's like a it's like a lovely it's a really good relationship. Yeah. And it's lovely. It's so nice to watch these people just rock up and just say, "Oh God, I really, I'm so pleased you're here," yeah. and and stuff like. Because especially from me, from my point of view, um, somebody once wrote um, Tommy Watson, least remembered character in Grange Hill. Wow, that was my that was my claim to fame. Tommy Watson, least remembered character in Grange Hill. Now, to to go from that and then actually see people coming in and saying, "Oh, Tommy, I love Tommy, I love Tommy," is it's really nice because yeah. you, you suddenly realise that you did make a small impact i mean yeah. i'm never going to have made the impact of todd or you know other characters mm-hmm. in the show but it's nice to have made a small impact and mm-hmm. and people know who i am and, and appreciated what i did because i thought it was rubbish <laughs> <laughs> oh no but that, that, that's brilliant and as you say it, it, it's all about making the money today and that's been under the tickets sold and yeah. and, 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 and the auctions are going good. on so yeah. hopefully we're going to make Quite a bit. Quite a bit of money for the, for the thing. Brilliant. And of course, you're doing the podcast, yeah. which everybody will listen to, which is <laughs> yeah. great. And uh, yes, yeah, so that's good. And Mark and I may do another radio show. We oh, might excellent. do another radio thing for um, at Mix One Edinburgh, um, which is good. Um, yeah, so uh, win win. Win win. Well, yeah. Thank you and very tonight, much. Are you staying around for tonight? I'm sticking around tonight, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm singing a song tonight. Oh, are you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm oh, sing right. a, well, if, I can, if, if I've got a voice left after <laughs> all the chatting of it. Well, no, well, honestly, thanks very much for joining me because I know you're busy today, like, so. You're very welcome. Cheers. It's always good to see you. Take it easy. Ta da. Okay, so I've now been joined by Gary Hales, who played Nigel Flavin. And I have to admit, this is a little bit of a cheat this one because well it's been a week since the reunion we, we sort of realized Gary and myself that although we chatted quite a bit on the day we didn't actually do any interviews but Gary I, I wanted to ask your opinion because you tweeted something a, a day or two after the reunion do you just want to just explain what you took from the event well I, the whole thing you know when you first contacted me after we after we'd done the, the first interview and you said, you know, there's this thing coming up, would you be interested? Uh, and you know, I didn't hesitate. I was like, yeah, it's great. I thought it would be fun. Um, and then I went along. And there was a, some sort of, you know, I wasn't sure what to expect. Uh, and I was blown away by how much that show is really, really uh, just loved. It, it, you know, it has a cult status above and beyond anything that I imagined. Uh-huh. People really so passionate about it. You know, it, it's not, they, they know stuff that just I couldn't even begin to remember. I saw photographs of myself that I've never seen. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> with people who were just so enthusiastic about the show, about my part in it and other people's parts in it and chat in it. It was a very friendly day and very, um, uh, just a great, great day. And I, I just never realised there was still that much love for a show that's 45 years old. Uh-huh. It's been off the air for a while now. I'm not, not sure how long, but it's been off the air for quite a while now. Yeah. Um, and if the BBC are watching, you need to think about getting back on because <laughs> there is still a love for it. There's still a, an audience out there. Yeah. So, so what was it then that made you decide to go along to this one? Uh, you basically, I don't. Right. Okay. That's that's not blind smoke. Yeah, <laughs> we did the interview, and you, you know, we know, we chatted for ages. It seemed, and uh-huh. really, you rekindled a lot of kind of memories and stuff. And when you suggested 
going along, um, it just seemed like a, a nice idea. I'd never been asked before. Right. Um, it had never even kind of been on my radar before. I didn't even know they'd done other events, which I've subsequently since found out they did. Um, and it was in London. It was close. You know, it's it's always a good excuse to go and meet people and catch up yeah. with people I hadn't seen before. I mean, I, I saw some people there I haven't seen for years. Paul Man Bland, I haven't seen since I left the show in in 83, something like that, whatever it is. Um, and it's amazing how you just pick up with people like like no time's gone at all. Uh-huh. Um, Lisa East, I just, oh, we were just, we got <laughs> off together. She was so nice seeing her. And again, I probably haven't seen her in a long, long time, probably yeah. since the 80s. Right. So, um, you know, it was the idea of, of just having a nice day out, celebrating a show that I was lucky enough to be part of hanging out with people, including yourself, uh, that, you know, I kind of got to know and, and, and hadn't seen and whatever. Uh, and it was considerably better than I thought it would be. And I didn't think it would be bad. I thought it would be a good event. Yeah. It was even better. It was, you know, it was it was great the way everybody kind of mingled. Um, and that's, you know, all the people that were in it, all the people that uh, are coming along to to, to speak it was very casual and very relaxed uh-huh. I chatting to so many people about so many different things and i was reminded of so many different things yeah um by fans who you know like i say showed me these photos and told me stories and i think oh my god yeah i remember that now I'd, I'd kind of forgotten somebody i can't remember it was we were chatting about all the sports day stuff that we did uh up at alexander palace which is ironically near where i live right. uh, and all of that location stuff that was great fun. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it was a brilliant day. I really, really enjoyed it. So you'd go along to another one, would you? Yeah, oh, I think so. Yeah. If it, you know, make room in my diary for that if I could. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, just before we go, Gary, we found out that the sad news yesterday of Lee Whitlock passing away. Now, Lee was in four episodes of Grange Hill in the 90s he played Bevis Love Day but I know you knew Lee didn't you and he he was very well known to a a lot of the Grangeville cast you just want to share your memories Lee was just one of the nicest blokes end of we used to you know sort of North London there'd be a lot of actors would go to a pub called the the Old Red Lion probably still do Um, and we'd all hang out we all knew each other everybody knew everybody it was that kind of thing and Lee was always just such a nice guy. Um, I don't know if I worked with him. I've got a kind of feeling that I did on something, but I can't remember. Uh-huh. But I it kind of, I don't know how I got to know him either. It's, it's one of those things where it just, uh, you know, you just, you hang around with a group of people yeah. and you're with each other. A bit like um, Wayne Norman. And I, I, Wayne and uh, would have been in the same circles at that time. Uh-huh. Um, and... You know, he would have known Lee, and uh, it was just a good time. Um, a lot yeah. of young actors doing the same thing, trying to trying to make a success of, of what they're doing and all helping each other. And that's the key, all helping each other, because everybody was. And I, Lee was just a nice bloke. You know, yeah. I never heard anyone say a bad word about him. He was always friendly. He was always up for a laugh. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing about Lee Whitlock to me is, Lee Whitlock is one of those people who, if you watch telly, you knew who he was because he was in so many things. Certainly throughout the eighties and nineties, he was one of those people that always seemed to be 
on telly. I mean, he was most famous probably for Shine on Harvest Moon. Yeah. Um, that's kind of what put him on the map. But yeah, Lee was one of those people that turned up in lots and lots of stuff. And he was immediately recognisable. And he had yeah. kind of a charm about him. And, you know, he was, he was genuinely a really nice guy. And I can say that having known him. Definitely. And I know he's going, he is going to be missed by so many people, isn't he? Well, Gary, thank you very much for giving us your time, albeit a week later than I would have liked. No <laughs> worries. Bye-bye. Okay, so I've now been joined by Mark Baxter, who played Dwayne Orpington and was probably the main driving force behind organising the, the reunion, would you say, Mark? Uh, I think it was a collective. Right, okay. Tour, but yeah, okay. <laughs> I suppose I, I sort of went and did the the original. Shall we do it? You know, but uh, it took it took you as you saw. It took thirty people to, yeah. to be there that day. You know, it was a fabulous, fabulous uh, afternoon. Yeah, so, so can I ask? Obviously, it was the forty fifth reunion, forty fifth anniversary reunion. But what was it that made you want to put this event on? Then I think that we've had such a hard sort of three or four years. I mean, uh-huh. everybody collectively, you know, and. Uh, I know that it's life and I know that things go on, but we, we're, we're st- slowly losing really big figureheads from our programme. Uh-huh. But equally, there are so many people that are still very fond of our of, of the show that we were very lucky to be part of, you know? Yeah. And so I just thought it'd be nice if we could combine everything together and, and, and you know, and, and get a couple of charities in there too that could benefit and everything and so on and so forth. And thankfully... Everybody that took, you know, Kate, as you saw, came along on the day, were fully behind everything that we were doing, and it was just lovely to give something to um, all, all those people that bought tickets, yeah, you know, and give them a day that they can remember for for a while too. Because, as I said, it probably be another five years before there's another reunion of of, of that ilk, if uh-huh. at all, you know. So again, I just wanted to make sure that we that we did it properly, and I think we did it. I think we did did very well. When you had your episode of Sausage on a Fork, you said that you always think of the the, the fans of Grange Hill are unlike fans of any other programme, you always yeah. say. And I think that was quite evident in the fact that nearly all the tickets for the day for the reunion event were sold before any cast members had been sold, announced. Yeah, I think that that's really uh, sort of, testament to all the all the people that are out there yeah. you know and i have said that i think there's probably only one other television program that rivals us for the for, for the um you know the love that people give us you know for, uh-huh. for its following and that's doctor who right. i don't think there's any other television program that literally does follow uh, have a following like we do uh-huh. and i think it's all to do with the fact that our show was everybody connects to our show from their formative years. Yeah. So, you know, in their teenage years. Yeah. So whenever someone's, whenever, I mean, 30 years is a long time for a children's television program to, yeah. to run concurrently. Right. Yeah. So whenever you speak to somebody of, of diff, all those different generations, they could all relate to a certain character from that year that they clicked onto. Uh-huh. So if you're there at the beginning, you could all relate to Tucker. You could all relate to Alan, you know, it's that, those kind of things. You jump to my year, and there's myself, and there's there's Stewpot, and there's you know Pogo yeah. and Claire, and you know that, and so on, and of course the Zamo era. There was so you've always got someone you click onto. Yeah. But it was lovely that we had so many of the 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 the, the actors that played teachers come along uh-huh. on our day 
because it really gave us a completely, you know, and, and the people that were there, um, a completely different feel yeah. to uh, to a reunion, if you know what I mean. It, it was fabulous, fabulous. Yeah, because, I mean, there was, what, 28, 29 people there. There was a, and, and it, and it spanned the whole thing as well, didn't it? Because, obviously, it went from Paul McCarthy was there, you know, Underwood and Tommy Watson, right <laughs> the way through to Charlie Parker Swift, who played Ian Hudson or when, yeah. when it moved to Liverpool. So right. it, it wasn't just a select era, it was the whole sort of, the whole thing of Grange Hill was represented and I just thought that was great. Now, we are obviously having this, you know, it, it's been it's, uh, over a week since since the event took place and obviously, you, you know, you've had you've had time to, to digest it and stuff and, and, and the auction finished and there was some amazing things going on in the auction, wasn't it? You know, all donated free of charge and do you want to tell us a little bit about what the the auctioneer had done as well because you know a bit more about that than i yeah i mean i mean this is uh, i've got to say this is really um thanks to paula paula and bland okay because paula sort of went out there and said how about having an auction and i said well that'd be a great idea thinking we we, you know we might make 300 pounds from an auction and then um she she went out and was just incredible and, and literally um, got in contact with a friend of hers called James Kendling, uh-huh. who um, runs a, a company called Auction Revolution. And James literally took the ball by the horns at that point. Uh, Paula went out to her own contacts. Uh-huh. Uh, James donated a tag hire watch of his own wow. to, the, to, to it, to the, the, the auction. He also put it all online for us. He literally then, gracious, I mean, unbelievable, this guy. He literally paid for all the, the items to be sent to the people that have bought them, you know, so that oh. the money wouldn't come out from what we've made. Yeah. And we had some phenomenal um, uh, items, things like um, Andy Murray's uh, golf, you know, golf uh, tennis <laughs> bag, you know. Yeah. Um, we had uh, um, literally a, a canvas, uh, an unbelievable canvas of um, George Michael, you know, uh, we had some singles that uh, it's like just keeps going on and on and on. Some glassware. Um, it was, and then of course, a good friend of yours, Paul Bainbridge, who did some phenomenal um, artwork for us, uh, mm-hmm. and another young, another guy, you know, Jimmy, um, who who did so, so also some artwork, and you know that raised nearly four hundred pounds without just those guys alone. Yeah, right. So. You know the grand total with the with just with the auction because that's just come into us now, is literally two thousand eight hundred pounds. Wow! So that's a phenomenal amount of money to make from an auction. Yeah. But that it really, I, I can't take credit for that. Um, that that really is down to Paula and James. They and and, and the people that that gave. You yeah. know, um, um, I I can't say how grateful I am to those people because they literally were you know phenomenal. Yeah, and the two charities that were the, the benefactors of, of the, the auction and of the, the whole day. Can you just tell us just a little bit just about them as well? Yeah. I mean, um, they're two two children's charities, yeah? Uh, one called Efi's Bubbles. Right. And you can go to efisbubbles.org, please. And one is freddyswish.org. Yeah. And they literally are, you know, these are two ladies that through devastation of losing a child in different circumstances one one to germ cell cancer that wasn't properly diagnosed and one to a road traffic accident that have gone out there now and 
in the name of their children, done something so positive to help all of those people that find themselves in that predicament, you know, once again. Um, and, it, you know, every penny, every pound that we, we've been able to send them, I know will make a huge difference to somebody else that finds themselves having to, unfortunately, having to find their websites. Yeah. You know, um, so, yeah, so it, 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 I thought it was quite apt that they were children's charities because we were a children, supposedly a children's TV yeah. program. Um, but the, but these two ladies are, are heroes of mine now. Brilliant, brilliant. Sure. And obviously there wasn't just the Grange Hill reunion events. There was also the evening entertainment as oh, well, yeah. which, which yeah. you were part of as well. And, oh. and, and just some of the acts in that were just amazing. The girls who were singing, the, the solo singers, and obviously John Kelly was it? Oh, the, John Kelly. The dancers and everything. Were they all giving up their, their time free? Free. Wow. Absolutely I mean, free. You know, and the second half there, we had a bit of a problem in the second half where our our main act, Mr. Duncan Novell, couldn't, you know, literally just couldn't make right. it. So we always knew that we had a problem, you know, that people, they give their time for free mm -hmm. and that there's certain things that crop up that you can't, you yeah. can't legislate for. But um, we went ahead with the second, you know, as we did with the second half. And, yeah. um, you, you know, it, it caused a little bit of a problem for us. But the, the acts that I had in the second half, I mean, I had Jackie Marks, who's been in the West End. I had John Barr in the West End. Even I had to sing. But the, 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 the one who st stole the show was a little seven-year-old boy, uh, little Tommy Ferreira, who did um, Pure Imagination with me. And he was just, wow. he was just brilliant, yeah. you know. Um, they, 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 if you go onto YouTube, guys, you'll probably see that performance there. My microphone isn't working at all, but his is just fantastic. <laughs> so it's all good. It's all good. Brilliant. And and everyone who I've spoken to since the day has just said, you know, just what a great day it was. The fact that they were able to, to meet the cast from Grange Hill, but then the entertainment as well. You know, I've not heard anything, you know, no bad reports. Like everyone just loved it. So you can't tell us the exact amounts that's been raised at the moment. Oh, yeah, no. but, but obviously these two charities are going to gain quite a substantial Bit, bit I of money from, so. and, and you know yeah. that that's obviously testament to your, your, yourselves and, and your team for putting it on, but also to the people that came out and supported. That's the most well. important thing to say, you know, because I mentioned it on the day, but um, it's amazing that people were there to see us, but we were there to see yeah. the people too, you know, because um, they're the ones that keep everything alive, uh -huh. and and and. Uh, you know, even back, you know, 40 years, well, not 40 years, well, yeah, it must be for, it's 40 years for me, yeah. 43 years, you know, all that time, I've never forgot, for, sort of forgotten how our show would have been nothing about the people that watched it, you know, so yeah. when we can, when we had a chance to give something back and, yeah. and you, you know, and people snatched at it and, I mean, you were there for the, the, the um, you know, the memoriam, uh -huh. the, the video for those that we've lost. It was such a moving moment for me yeah. personally. Um, you know, pure, and also because I was able to, we 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 had a um, a wonderful lady that used to follow us everywhere, um, and uh, Jacqueline, and uh, there was a wonderful photograph of her and Terry Sue Pat together. Uh, I think you saw that. Yeah. And so that photograph sort of encompassed everything yeah. that that it was on the day because it wasn't just about the cast meeting each other again. It was it was actually meeting the people, you know, the, the, the people that made, that remembered us uh -huh. and that we valued 
those people as much as they they probably valued coming along on the day, and I and I thought that was a very special moment for me. Personally. Yeah, brilliant. I mean, it, it it was. It was just it was just so nice just to just just walk around and and just chat away to people because there was just there was just so many people there. And, was there? I I, uh, <laughs> I, I, you probably saw me on the day. I didn't get to talk to anybody. <laughs> um, I I was running around like the proverbial blue arm, you know. Yeah, you you, um, you were like a wasp that day. You were all over I, the place. I, honestly, like <laughs> I, I never anticipated um, how much I, I was going to have to sort of get that. But but also not just myself. I think there's a special mention for Paula and her mum. Yeah, who literally got turned up in the morning and made sandwiches and everything and got <laughs> yeah. everything ready for the cast when they arrived and things like that. You know. Um, but like I say, it, it was a day that hopefully people won't forget. Yeah. Um, but I can say, and this is this is to all the other cast members that are out there, uh, in five years' time, somebody else can organise it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Brilliant! No, it was a, it, it really, really was a, a cracking day, and I'm I'm so glad I was able to get there, like because because it was brilliant and. Mark, thanks so much just for for doing it all anyway with your team, and then th- thanks for coming on and give, giving it's us your, your, your take on the day. It's my uh, pleasure, and I'd like to thank yourself for, for making the effort to come down to. You know, uh, it made a big difference for, for for so many people to actually see the man behind the podcasts. <laughs> yeah, and, I don't uh, I don't know how many of them were disappointed or you know. And, no, and, no, and I don't. I don't that think so. I think, I think <laughs> Your little speech, you know, sort of gave you a, a good insight into who you were. And I thought it was very, it was, it was cracking. So I'd like to, again, thank you. And also a big thank you to Paul and to Jimmy for the artwork they did, because it was phenomenal. And it must have taken them for, you know, such a long, I know it took, yeah. it took how long it took, but it was fantastic. So thank you. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much. I will speak to you again. No doubt, Absolutely. Mark. All right. Always, take always, you. always willing to speak to you, buddy. You know that. Brilliant. Yeah. Excellent. Take it easy. Thank you very you much. Too, mate. See you, you too, mate. You too. Bye-bye. So that's the end of this special episode recorded live at the Grange Hill 45th anniversary cast reunion from the Tabernacle in Notting Hill. I had a really, really good day. It was great meeting so many of the cast. It was great so meeting so many of the listeners of Sausage on a Fork. Thank you so much to any everyone of you that came and spoke to me. I can't thank you enough for how welcome you made me feel. Now, for anyone who feels like they might have missed out by not going to the event, there is going to be another event later in the year. This event's going to be up in Scotland. It's the first time there's been one of these type of Grange Hill events outside of England. And this event is taking place on Friday, the 25th of August at Motherwell Concert Hall and Theatre. It's hosted by Ross Owen, who is a Scottish DJ, big Grange Hill fan. Now, so far, there are nine cast members going to be there. And the cast that's going to be there are Todd Carty, who played Tucker Jenkins, Michelle Herbert, who played Trisha Yates, George Armstrong, who played Alan Humphreys, Brian Capron, who played Mr. Hopwood, Alison Bettles, who played Faye Lucas, Erkan Mustafa, who played Roland Browning, Nadia Chambers, who played Annette Furman, George Christopher, who played Ziggy Greaves, Flair Taylor, who played Imelda Davis, plus a surprise mystery guest. The prices for this event are different depending on which package you go for. Some packages include a meet and greet 
with the cast before the show. Photos with them, signed photos with them, opportunities to ask the cast a question. Now, for full details, you need to go to culturenl.co.uk forward slash and hyphen evening hyphen with hyphen Grange hyphen hill hyphen cast or you can phone 01698274545 and I just want to say thanks very much again to the team who organised the event at the Tabernacle thanks to everyone who came and spoke to me and to anyone who's listening I'll speak to you next time cheers thanks bye bye